the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Wow, there is so much for us to get into tonight, and I'm honored that with all the different options that you have to get your information, that you would choose to come here tonight and share this extraordinary, sad, difficult, painful day in American history. A day in which we were going to witness the U.S. Constitution be applied, only to then have the barnstorming of the U.S. Capitol and the ensuing so much information that is coming at us, much of which we have no idea of of what is truthful, what is not. And we're going to try to sh- try to get to uh, we're going to share our analysis tonight as well as tell you what what we what we think to be true about the facts. And unfortunately, living in a time in which tonight uh, social media accounts have locked out the president of the United States in order to keep him from being able to rightfully communicate with the American people. We have a mainstream media, most of the media acting as propagandist and spokes arm for the communist democrat party it's really difficult to know what is real and what is not and we're going to do our best for you guys tonight we've got a couple of important guests for you tonight we've got larry clayman who was the founder of judicial watch and now the head of freedom watch who's going to be here to discuss what went down what stopped and then what is what is proceeding tonight on capitol hill involving this electoral process as well as to pick up our conversation about the what's to what the the forthcoming revolution, which we hope will be peaceful, but I'm I'm here to say that I'm frightened today for this country going forward and whether or not we are going to be able to peacefully resolve any differences we have. That being said, particularly with the power mad communists, they're about to take over our government. That being said, I also asked Michael Schwartz who is the head of San Diego County Gun Owners, to be with us tonight to share with you the laws. And for those of you in San Diego County, if you're listening to me from around the country, uh, I'm not sure how much of Michael's segment is going to be relevant to you, but certainly the message that uh, the as of today, the Second Amendment is still alive and well. Um, but it, it, I don't know how long that the Democrat Party is, is going to take before they decide to remove that from you. So Michael Schwartz will be here to tell you the laws of the land if you want to buy guns and and get armed. 888-344-1170. Uh, we will also make the phones uh, available to you to call in and share with us your perspective on what you think happened to the Capitol today. How do you feel about it? 
your thoughts on it. How do you feel about going forward the process that is taking place? They decided to resume the debate over the electoral uh, count tonight. And so if we have any uh, specific updates on that, we will bring that to you. 888-344-1170. Joining me as always every night is somebody as sickened by today's events as I am. And it's my partner, DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, um, I, I don't even know really what to vocalize right now. I'm sad and angry at the same time. Uh, at first, uh, I, I saw, you can hear the phone ringing in the background. Sorry, I can't answer the phone. I'm on the air. Uh, but I originally thought, you know, I didn't, Trump supporters, this is the first time that they could be considered violent. You've never seen it in any of the rallies that we've had uh, throughout this whole election process. And then my brain got to thinking, are these really Trump supporters that are storming the Capitol or are they from some other organization planted to make it seem like, hey, these Trump supporters and Donald Trump, they're crazy. Look at the violence that they're starting. We really have to think, Andrea. I'm not saying that we know exactly what's going on. But I don't think what is being shown on TV is actually what is reality. There's something that's a lot deeper than what we're being shown. Well, I'm going to let you answer the phones because I hear that they're and and if you're struggling to get through, feel free to call back. I, I want to back up a little bit before we get into the barnstorming. Um, first of all, we got to make mention of the fact that last night uh, there's there's a lot of reasons for why the American voter, particularly the, the MAGA voter, which includes Republicans and Democrats, might be sitting might be like a powder keg about to go off. One of which is not just the uh, the theft of a presidential election that was well documented in November. But last night we had the same fraud mechanisms that were in place on November were in place in Georgia last night. And we saw. Uh, the uh, Republican uh, senatorial races uh, we uh, go down in flames. Um, and there's a lot of blame to go around. And many today are blaming, many today are blaming the Georgia voter. And let me tell you, stop it. Stop blaming the Georgia voter. There's only one group to blame for what happened in Georgia, and that is the Republican Party. And that affected um, that affected turnout, among other things. And uh, people are sick and tired of both parties betraying us. And you have to understand that they, the 2 million people or 500,000 or however many people were in D.C. today were fed up. And they've been fed up long before the election was stolen in November. Let me take you back to the reason why Donald Trump was elected in the first place. The American people went to an outsider because the Republicans and the Democrats had been betraying us, lying to us on the campaign trail, promising this and delivering something completely opposite. I could sit here and go back to 2010. The betrayal is long and deep. It actually even goes back farther than that. And then he gets elected. And then for four years, it has been one coup attempt after another enabled encouraged if not supported if not cooperated with by the republicans and we've sat back peacefully quietly doing what we're supposed to do we are the party of the of the rule of law we have done our part to to stay to to do the right thing while we're raising our kids we're to, you know what what what's been our approach to try to take our country back through peaceful means, by supporting who we think are going to be the right candidates, by donating to those causes, by showing up to vote, by going to rallies, by trying to get our friends out to vote, volunteering when we can. And, and then and then and now that's the only thing that we felt that we could do. And now we can't even have, was go vote. That's where we felt our power was. And then on top of it, to have that stolen from us.
at the same time in which our rights and our freedoms are being stolen every day in this country with our jobs taken from us, with our businesses seized. At some point, you have got to expect there is a reason why. Not always, but there is a reason why. Many times, the abused who don't believe in violence, but they decide that they've had enough and they punch back. And that's what, that was what was inevitable at some point. Now, we still don't know. Ultimately, I do believe that there were Trump supporters that did, that did, that did breach and go into the Capitol in addition to Antifa. And that is wrong. But let me tell you, before I get into the violence of what happened, merely the act of an American citizen walking into the Capitol building, which at that point is a building that we're paying for in the tax, as taxpayers, is literally nothing more than trespassing. So let's put that into perspective, shall we? And if you're really so outraged, if that's the biggest thing that you're outraged over today, because when I saw them going in, I thought, well, you know what? As long as it stays nonviolent, you know what? I don't necessarily have a problem with this because people are fed up. If that's the worst that you're going to get out of a Trump supporter is that they're going to brush past the cops who did nothing to stop them from getting in, by the way. If you've got a problem with them getting into the Capitol today, first of all, look at the Keystone Capitol cops who did nothing to stop it. I don't like violence. I do believe in the rule of law. But as Dinesh D'Souza said today, the rule of law only matters when there's equal application of the law. And we've got the elites, both houses of Congress, Republicans and Democrats, who have two sets of laws, one for them and one for us little peasants. And that means we don't have any rule of law. Stop expecting the only people to comply with the rule of law to be the conservative peasants. Anything you want to add, DJ Potato uh, You hit the nail r- r- right on the head. Uh, I mean, it's, ab- it's absolutely, like I told you, it's absolutely a, a, a travesty. I really feel also that, especially if there were plants out there that were not just Trump supporters that were fed up, and, and I'm, I'm right there with them. I'm, I, a lot of us are just absolutely fed up. I actually, today, I'm no longer a Republican that's registered because I, I'm sick and tired of being lied to that they're going to stand up for my principles and my values when they're, they're all talk and they're no action. But how convenient is it that now they sit up there, Republicans and Democrats alike, on Capitol Hill, continuing the process without anybody watching over their shoulder? Well, yeah. I, and, and first of all, we also want to uh, um, there's so much misinformation coming out about what happened today. I want to I want to clear up a couple of things. Um, I, I I know that there are a lot of conservatives saying today and it is suspicious. It is. We have had no record of violence along the way whatsoever. None. No record of violence. And we know that Antifa has infiltrated other rallies in the past and tried to make themselves look like Trump yeah, supporters. Yeah, what makes people think this would be any different? Exactly. We know that we, we do not have a history. Why would, why would Trump supporters plant bombs anywhere? We know that there were, there were a pallets of bricks and all that, um, you know, and left. Interrupt you. And then there's this, Andrea. Why would Republicans that were, that were not promised but said, hey, we have a chance – not a big chance, but we have a chance to overturn the election. If, you know, if Pence does the right thing, these other avenues, why would they incite violence that could possibly destroy that only chance? That, to me, does not add up. Well, here's a couple of things. First of all, I don't believe – I think that um – 
define violence, first of all. The only actual real violence that I saw was a young woman was shot. This was not violence in the form of, you can consider violence, um, as some people must be considering violence, simply the act of them walking into the Capitol sure. without, sure. and I don't know if that's your definition of violence or not. My definition of actual violence is cement milkshakes uh, being thrown at people, somebody physically attacking somebody. We didn't see that. Is not violence. I, I don't see trespassing. I see that as a nonviolent act, okay? And I think that if we had seen, you know, if uh, that was Black Lives Matter, you know, walking into the Capitol today, they would be cheered. You know, in fact, that's the kind of thing that's happened before with, uh, remember, the pink, the, the, the pink, you know, war people. Anyway, the only real violence that I actually saw today was a young woman did lose her life. And come to find out she is from San Diego and she was a Trump supporter. There is a picture of her wearing a Make America Great hat. So there were Trump supporters that did storm the Capitol today. And I will tell you that I think that what did fan the flames and take people from just literally being there, watching President Trump's speech, to actually getting riled up and really, really angry um, was when Mike Pence, in the middle of Trump's speech, stabbed President Trump and the MAGA voters in the back. Now, I'm not, I, I, that doesn't mean that I'm saying that anybody's actions are Mike Pence's fault. We don't do that. This is one thing we don't do. We did not blame Bernie Sanders when his supporter went and shot up a bunch of Republicans on a field and almost killed Steve Scalise. Okay. So, likewise, um, Mike Pence is not to blame. Uh, for anything wrong, any laws that were broken by anybody else. But let me tell you, that really fanned the flames. There is only so long that you can mock Trump supporters, that you can spit in their face, that you can deny us our, our, our voices, our rights, and our freedoms. And Mike Pence has been sitting with, with Fraud Fauci on that coronavirus task force, basically supporting these unconstitutional power grabs going on across the country. Now Mike Pence has been a problem telling Trump that, that the, these lock and not lockdowns, this, these acts of violence are his fault. Yeah. So now they're trying to blame President Trump. They have we, President Trump is the president of the United States until another president is inaugurated. And what do we have? We have thanks to a Republican Party that's done absolutely nothing to stop the suppression. Not only have they done nothing to stop the suppression of our voices through election fraud, but now they, they did nothing to stop big tech. And now big tech has silenced the president of the United States. And and we actually are hearing rumors that the Democrat Party are in discussions with some of the Trump cabinet to try to get them to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove him from office. And what? Because some people went into the Capitol? How that President Trump did not do that? do that? Any more than Bernie Sanders is responsible for one of the people who worked on his campaign for shooting up some Republicans on a ball field. And it, of course, it's going to fan the flames of conservatives that are saying that all this that happened today was trumped up by those on the left that want to provide an excuse for the Republicans to not complete their work on um, debating the Electoral College and contesting those electoral votes, as well as to try to have a reason to remove Trump from office and have a reason to paint the MAGA supporters as as bad as Antifa, which is not the case. And let me tell you, a lot of you conservatives out there that have jumped on that bandwagon, shame on you. Some people did something wrong today and reportedly, and I wasn't there, I can't confirm this, but reportedly the young woman who was shot was shot by the Capitol Police because she was breaking through the window to get in Nancy Pelosi's office. And let me tell you that is wrong, whether it's a Trump supporter or anybody else doing that. And if you're going to break, literally break glass to get into the office of of the uh, Speaker of the House, you might be met with a bullet. That is not on President Trump. That is on that young woman. And my heart breaks for her family tonight. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to continue this discussion. At the bottom half of the hour, we have Larry Clayman. 
I'd love to hear from you. I know the phones were uh, ringing off the hook when we were talking earlier. Give us a call back if you want to get through. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. <laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's funny before the show, someone from the studio here, I'm not going to say his name because, I mean, I, I, I think on a day today we're not supposed to be laughing, so maybe I shouldn't out him. But we looked up at the monitors and we saw that a local news outlet was literally doing a story. A story of old people doing jazzercise. It's like, are you kidding me? Well, you know, Rome is literally burning. But thank God we know what's happening at the YMCA and that you can get your jazzercise on. It's crazy. Now, look, I, you know, I'm so I even I, I, it's not as though I don't think it's important to look at our health right now in the middle of COVID. You got to work out. I talked about this today on Facebook. I said, look. I even tweeted to you, uh, texted you today, potato scans. I said, we got to protect our minds and our thoughts. Very we, important. Yeah, very important. Body, mind, and spirit. We've got to take care of our bodies. I worked out today. I meditated on the word, read some scriptures and prayed. I ate right and I took my balance in nature. And, um, because we've got to, we've got to shore ourselves up. We've got to boost our immune system, make sure we're able to fight off any viruses. We also got to stay healthy mentally, emotionally, and physically and spiritually for the battle that lays ahead of us. And balance of nature has done so much for me physically go to balancingnature.com use a discount code health and get free shipping and 35 percent off right now i gotta read a couple of tweets um that some other people said today because in case i got a lot of heat today for some of my comments about because to me i'm saying look you take the shooting of this young woman aside and really, if if the outrage on the part of the Republicans today, and I'm taking her out of it because I literally think as Republicans, what what happened with her seems very similar to what we say when we see a young man resisting arrest and he ends up getting shot, right? Uh, you put yourself in harm's way. And we talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time, right? Um, a lot of conservatives today saying that they don't like being gassed and they didn't like the rubber pellets and they felt like it was overkill by the cops. Well, you had some bad people there. We also said in the Black Lives Matter protest that, oh, remember those that were largely peaceful? We said, look, if you're on the streets with bad guys there, you, you might want to get off the streets because the cops are going to have to clear out the bad guys. Um, so I don't know that there was I don't believe at this point I'm not seeing that there was conspiracy on the part of the cops. Um, but the cops failed today and not holding back the crowd. But let me tell you, the Republicans always, always, always work overtime to validate the left's false narratives. Absolutely. Beating themselves up all day today. Oh, we've got to condemn this violence. We've got to condemn this violence. Uh, what was it? I mean, I, I literally, they, they went somewhere where they're not allowed, but sitting and propping your feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, if you're more outraged over that than you are over the theft of a presidential election, leaving us no better off than a third world country, that something's wrong with you. I'm hearing more outrage by the Republican Party over what happened today than cities, than when D.C. and was literally being burned down when we had whole cities being burned in fact when black lives matter was burning down neighborhoods and businesses how did the republican party respond john cornyn put that he wanted juneteenth day they were rewarded this faux outrage on the part of the republicans is killing me today but just so you think 
in case you think that I'm alone, I'm the lone conservative who actually is not, you know, uh, there are some other clear headed people. Kyle Becker said, what do you say? What you were seeing is what happens when a nation's elected officials no longer feel that they have to follow the law themselves and are no longer accountable to the American people. And he's absolutely right. He says the U.S. has a constitution for a reason, and it's to prevent terrible scenes like this. And had the Constitution been followed every step of the way, had the Supreme Court done their job and pushed back and said, no, Pennsylvania, no, you courts in Pennsylvania, no, you secretary of state or governor in Pennsylvania. Wouldn't you be do, here. We wouldn't be here. You don't have the right to change the election laws. We wouldn't be here. If the Supreme Court, if every state along the way had denied and not certified fraudulent results, we wouldn't be here today. Had we not had, had we had a Republican Party stand up for us and do right and not allow, because this is not even just about the election as much as it is. It's about also about four years of the Republican Party spitting in our faces. It's about allow, the FBI and the DOJ targeting innocent Americans and getting away with it and nobody being held accountable. Julie Kelly said, look, you don't get to condemn, mock, betray, demean millions of Americans for years, then disenfranchise 75 million voters and expect them to keep their manners. Thank you, Julie Kelly. Kurt Schlichter says, hey, the media on the left said this was all okay, and yet they're now outraged that people listened. In fact, Chris Cuomo had said at one point in the media, he said, you know, uh, who says protests are supposed to be peaceful? Hey, I'm old enough to remember when the mayor of Baltimore came out over Freddie Gray and said when riots and, and were happening and people's, uh, you know, Asian business owners were having their businesses destroyed, that the mayor of Baltimore came out and said, we got to let these protesters, these rioters have some space to protest. AOC said, you know, the point of protest is to make people uncomfortable. You, you think about this. What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to fight election fraud at the ballot box? What are we supposed to do going forward? You Republicans, you supposed conservatives out there have a problem with somebody trespassing as a way to, to be heard? Because without that girl being shot today, what violence really happened besides some people brushing past cops and going into a capital that is paid for with their taxes? What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to get our power back? We have both parties have participated in the fraud, the theft of an election, which also includes senatorial seats. And if they're allowed to get away with it now, how do we get our power back? I'm going to take And I don't even see where we go forward from here. I don't know where we go forward from here. I don't have all the answers. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Michael Schwartz, who's the uh, uh, head of San Diego County Gun Owners, because I got to tell y'all, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. And I'm talking about the power grab over the American people and the denial of our rights. And that will it, it, and that's going to it quickly involve our Second Amendment. So stay tuned for Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170 if you want to weigh in on what's happening at the Capitol. Are you watching? Uh, they have resumed 
uh, the debate over the electoral votes today. Um, I can't remember his name. I, it, you know, I tend to block out names of people that I find particularly contemptible. And there was this one Republican who, who today said after the after the uh, storming of the Capitol that he was going to vote. And he's talked to other Republicans and they were going to contest the electoral votes until the storming happened. Um, well, let me uh, I, that makes no sense to me. Clearly, you're not a person of principle because either you believe the election was stolen in these states and the electoral votes were fraudulent. And therefore, or you don't. Or you don't. And if you thought they were fraudulent and you were going to contest them in the first place, why having some people do something that you don't like and do, doing something they shouldn't have done, why would that change anything? That, that makes no sense. You're going to punish 74 million voters? It, it absolutely makes no sense. But that's the Republican Party. So, I, But here's the good news for those of you concerned about the barnstorming today. It, was never, it never had any effect on the outcome of today. It was never going to end any differently than the Republican Party going through motions and theatrics today and then rubber stamping a soon-to-be uh, inaugurated Joe Biden. And with them having both houses of Congress and the presidency... We can look for more and more and more of our constitutional rights being stripped, and they have been waiting for this moment when it comes to our Second Amendment rights. So I reached out to have Michael Schwartz from San Diego County Gun Owners join us tonight because I tweeted out by guns and ammo. And you need to know, if you live in San Diego County, how you can go about doing that. Welcome back to the show, Michael Schwartz. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, it's only going to get. Day, isn't it? uh, it's a crazy day. Uh, before we talk yeah. about uh, um, rights for gun ownership, anything that you want to say about where we're at in this country and what happened today? Oh, I, I, I get, it, it is so crazy. It's tough to even have an opinion. Um, I can tell you this: uh, San Diego County gun owners and our members are. Uh, sane, trained, law-abiding gun owners. Um, you know, we're we're not uh, we're all for exercising all your rights. Mm-hmm. We are not for violence. We are not for uh, imposing your view on other people by right. using violence or, or or anything like that. I mean, we, you know, we're at home. We're safe. We're prepared. Um, we're ready to uh, you know d- defend our lives if if necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, but hope that uh, we can do exactly what the Constitution is designed to do, which is go through the process and, uh, uh, you know, hope that uh, we can get the right uh, democratically elected uh, representatives in to, uh, you know, restore peace and and order. And I just it's just it's hard to know what to say or what to think these days. Gotcha. It's so crazy. Well, I, I got you. And if uh, the the Democrat Party has been taken over by a far left wing that in, intends now to pack yep. the courts of the Supreme Court and their goal has been for a long time, as Beto O'Rourke said, to confiscate our guns. And, um, you know, it, and, and, you know, some people might say, well, so then what's the point of buying, buying a weapon, Andrea? Well, you know what? You can at least make it hard on them to come and confiscate it. You know, you can at least exercise your Second Amendment right now and we can deal with with how to push back against that later. So tell everybody what they need to know. And I don't know if there's new laws that are coming about in 2021 that we need to know about. But if somebody wants to buy a gun today in San Diego County, what do they need to know and what do they need to do? Sure. Excellent question. First off, if, if, if don't wait. Um, it's uh, you're right. The Biden administration and the people who were elected uh, on the Democratic side, especially uh, in the, in Congress, are are being real clear. They want to further restrict your your ability to own guns. So what you want to do is you want to head down to your local gun shop. You know, especially a mom and pop shop, one where the uh, owners work behind the counter. 
Um, because they need your help. It's real hard to be a business owner in California. It's especially hard to be a business owner that's selling guns. And you just want to talk to them and say, hey, listen, this is what I'm looking for. Maybe you're looking for a gun uh, that you can uh, eventually get a CCW and conceal so you can protect yourself when you're outside of the home. Well, they're going to show you those types of firearms. Or maybe you're looking for a gun to uh, for home defense. Uh, they're going to show you those types of firearms. Or maybe you're looking to get into more of a sporting side of firearms. You know, th- there's a lot of different uses, a lot of different uh, uh, types of firearms, and the, the best people to talk to are the folks that are working in these gun shops uh, who are, you know, are the experts. There's also, if you're not sure, if you've never touched a gun before and, and you're just not quite sure, San Diego County Gun Owners actually runs a program. We call them shooting socials. And if you go to our website, uh, which is sdcgo.org, and look at our shooting socials, we'll actually uh, get you to the range. Uh, we'll have a, a volunteer who's been trained show you how to shoot a gun so you can try shooting a gun for the first time. And it's only 50 bucks, and we oh, provide good. everything. You don't have to have a gun. You don't have to have ammunition. We'll walk you through and show you how to safely and properly handle handle a firearm. It takes about two hours. Um, but those are the two ways I'd go. If you if you pretty much made the decision that, yeah, I want to buy a gun, walk into the gun shop. Uh, p- please be patient. They, they've been super slammed lately. Yeah. Um, but once they once they get to you, they'll, they'll be able to help you through the whole process or just come on down to our shooting social and, and we'll walk you through. And they'll educate you on um, registry, what you need to know about that, background checks, how long it takes. They, they basically walk you through the entire process and help you find the right weapon for you, yes? They make it easy because it's not easy in California. You have to fill out a ton of paperwork, which they will walk you through. You have to take a written test, which they will help you uh, uh, study and prepare for. Um, you have to go through a 10-day wait period. You have to pay some fees. It's not easy, but the shops make it easy for you. Okay, and we need to do this now. I, I you know, I don't want to seem like I'm being hysterical, but let me remind everybody, it wasn't that long ago where Sheriff Lansdowne said, if we put our minds to it, we can disarm Californians within 10 years. So, and we all know that Joe, Joe Biden has said that he would follow Beto O'Rourke's plan, that they want to come for our guns, and they're gonna, they're, they are planning to do so. And in the meantime, and, but not only that, I mean, you, you know, if you want to be able to defend yourself, uh, defend your property, as well as defend yourself against uh, the government, which is really what the Second Amendment was about, arm yourself, exercise your rights. And thank you for what you do um, at San Diego County Gun Owners. And I just might sign up for that social myself, Michael Schwartz. You should. It's a lot of fun. We open them up and, uh, you know, all ages, men, women, all mostly mostly new shooters, but all experience levels. And they're really well organized and they're nothing but smiles. We've had literally thousands of people go through and and help us uh, let us train them. And it's just kind of I tell people it's not a one on one class. It's kind of an intro to. So you get a really good idea of how to shoot a a handgun and then we'll have a, a, a rifle and a shotgun for you to try. Um, And we spend a lot of time on safety and a lot of time on proficiency, and it ends up being a lot of fun. Well, thank you so much for that. Tell everybody how they can get that information. Go to our website. It's sdcgo.org, sdcgo.org, like San Diego County Gun Owners.org. And again, they're called our shooting socials. If you can't find it on the website or you have any questions, feel free to email us at info at sdcgo.org. Thank you so much, Michael Schwartz. Appreciate it. God bless. Thanks, Andrew. All right.
All right, before we take a break, we're going to go to the phones. It looks like John from San Diego uh, is on the line, and he wants to talk about uh, who's behind the violence in D.C. Oh, what happened in today in D.C. was straight out of Saul Alinsky. Uh, the people that they bust into Seattle to raise hell, they uh, bust into D.C. to do the same. All they did was change clothes from black to red. Interesting. Um, so, you know, I, I I guess they also were. I think that there was some I think that I think you're right. But I do think that there was also some actual Trump supporters because I've seen some videos there of some Trump supporters. You know. But but uh, but here's the thing, John. It, it's like whether they are Antifa or whether they're Trump supporters, you know, I, I really think that um Let's pretend for a moment that they are Trump supporters. Again, I got to go back and say, uh, at some point, you've got to expect a, a powder keg when you've got the American people, particularly Americans, had our jobs taken away from us, businesses shut down, people are desperate. You know, we've got we've got both parties in on a steal. We've got both parties sending spending seven hundred fifty two trillion dollars for foreign aid around the, around the country and then throwing crumbs at us. I mean, you've got to expect that the American people are going to get fed up at some point. And if the worst that we saw today was them brushing past some cops and trespassing, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's quite the, the um, doomsday scenario that people are making out to be. Still, if you're familiar with Saul Alinsky, this is straight out of his book. You know, the straight out of Saul's book is to. Well, I think that you're. I think that you're right in in um, in the fact that the tactic here is it is about division. Uh, they are hoping that through this that they can paint all MAGA uh, supporters as terrorists and no better mm-hmm. than Antifa. They're now capitalizing on it to try to have Trump removed from office. Now uh, they they are lying and saying that Trump didn't condemn the violence when t- uh, Twitter has t- suspended his account so that nobody could see the video that he posted where he was calling for peace and yeah, asking the yeah. protesters to leave. Mm-hmm. Now we've got them trying to put pressure on Vice President Pence. And this is this is public. Iona Presley and others literally trying to get him removed from office when he didn't do anything wrong. Well, no, I tell you, since he came down the escalator to announce that he the snakes have been coming out of the grass, showing their true colors, and they're still doing it today. And uh, there's a guy, uh, Jovan, that testified before the legislature in Georgia, and he said he personally has more than 200 patents. And he said, all I need is the paper. I can show in in two hours running through his own machines, he could separate the good from the bad. There are so many. He said if it was made in China, he said if the guy that was working on it was smoking, I can tell. If the paper was folded or if it wasn't folded, uh, they had uh, barcodes on. He said a lot of them they kicked out, kicked out repeatedly because he said if you put a dollar bill in a in a machine and it kicks out, it's because there's something wrong with the with the uh, exact the the computer isn't biased. It's either it is or it isn't. It doesn't right. have an opinion. Well, there's been all all uh, manners of fraud, um, you know, documented fraud across the country. And right. we, the, what we saw today, however violent, however you perceive that as violence, and whoever you think participated in it, uh, it, it's an example of the breakdown of the rule of law across this country and the trampling of our Constitution. Let's pretend for a second it wasn't Antifa. Let's say it was just Trump supporters. This is, as a, this is a result of the fact that there has not been a rule of law or respect of the Constitution. 
Constitution and the American people looking at at uh, our republic gone, that there would never be another free and fair election and what that means for our country going forward. John, thank you for calling. I got to leave it there because I got to take a break because joining us next is Larry Clayman, author of It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry, and he's the original founder of Judicial Watch and Freedom Watch, and he joins us next. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Rolling into our final segment here as they continue the debate. Um, I, I don't. I think we can all safely say we know what the outcome is going to be uh, without actually listening. Joining me now to discuss today's events and um, where we go from here is Larry Claim, an author of It Takes a Revolution, Forget the Scandal Industry. He is both the founder of Judicial Watch and now Freedom Watch. And I'm glad to have him on the show tonight because I'm not sure, did we see the beginning of a revolution today as the Capitol was stormed or not? Hello, Larry Clayman. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, uh, thank you. That's an excellent question. We've been in revolution, much like before July 4th, 1776, there were hostilities between the British and the colonies. Today, we just saw the manifestation. We saw the cancer reach the surface. And I'm sitting here, I turned it off, I was watching Fox News and I'm watching the other stations just to see the reaction. Fox News is so pathetic. Apparently, you know, they gave the hosts and the guests an ultimatum. They couldn't come on unless they condemned what went on at the Capitol today. What went on at the Capitol today was the beginning of a revolution. It was the beginning of the rebirth of this country. There was no violence towards anyone from the standpoint of the demonstrators, yet the One person was killed and one person was shot. They broke a few windows. That's the people's house. And it was Jefferson who said, Thomas Jefferson, our greatest founding father, that when the government fears the people, there's liberty. But when the people fear the government, there's tyranny. The people have had it. And starting with the speech today of Mitch McConnell, absolutely disgraceful, Mm -hmm. bragging that his judges had found no fraud. (laughs) His judges are fraud, okay? (laughs) Well, yeah, well, not to mention the fact that there was no evidence presented. They turned it down on, you know, technicalities. No, they they didn't hear any case on its merits. They were, Andrew, they were hiding in a bunker in the Capitol when this was going on, as if it was King Louis XV and Marie Antoinette, (laughs) ready to be put on a cart to be taken to the guillotine. Oh, I said it was like a scene out of Olympus's, but they were pretending like it was a scene out of Olympus's Fallen. What was the greatest violence? And and, and I know that I shouldn't say this because a woman lost her life today, but what was was this big act of violence? Somebody putting his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk and a dude coming out holding an envelope from her office? I mean, come on, Larry Clayman. We own the Capitol, okay? Yeah. You know, we're entitled to be inside the Capitol, and, and we were locked out. But, you know, all facetiousness aside, this was a turning point because, and I've been predicting it. It's why I wrote the book, It Takes a Revolution. We have to try to wage it peacefully and legally. But if that doesn't happen, there's going to be a bloodbath. And Jefferson predicted that. He was an architect of the French Revolution. It also reminded me of Tim at Tiananmen Square in 1991 yes. in communist China. You know, when the, the, the kids rose up for liberty with a Statue of Liberty. And they were massacred, 10,000 of them. We didn't do that. You know what? The Capitol cops and the military, I believe, side with the people who stormed the Capitol. 
because they know what's been going on. They've been trashed. Law enforcement's been trashed. They've been disrespected. They've been shot at. They've been killed. And the American people have had it. Yes, and this was the beginning of the manifestation, as I, you can see, with, of a revolution. Excuse me for interrupting. I, I've just, I wish I had you on for more time, and I knew that you've been busy doing other media. But let's talk a little bit about Pence, because I'm not blaming him for today. But let me tell you, Larry Clayman, I think that, uh, that people got really warm when in the middle of President Trump's speech, Mike Pence put out that statement and stabbed President Trump and MAGA in the back. Nobody asked him. What a lying sack of doo-doo that statement was, by the way. I'm not an attorney, Larry Clayman, but nobody asked asked him to make any unilateral decision. All they asked him to do was what two of the states asked him to do, which was send it back to the states. Pennsylvania and Georgia both said, hey, Pence, bring it back our way. Okay, dude. Now, why didn't he do that? You know, there's aspects of Mike Pence that I like. I mean, he's very good in the Middle East. He, he, he loves the state of Israel, and he's a good Christian, and I'm a Jewish Christian, so I guess I'm the missing link. But <laughs> But, you know, what he did today was was traitorous. And, you know, yeah. he'd be well advised to take a plane and get the heck out of the country right now. He can, he can forget any kind of future in this country. He was a politician. No way. And, you know, people forget that before uh, Trump picked him as his vice presidential candidate, the guy had worn, you know, his welcome sin in Indiana as well. He backed down on issues involving abortion and everything mm-hmm. else. He doesn't have a real he doesn't have a spine. No, he doesn't. And he was picked, uh, wrongly, mistakenly picked to bring in the Christian vote uh, when he had no he had no national name recognition. They, there were better choices for that than to bring in somebody and uh, and uh, uh, that was um, a, a weak and an establishment like him. It really what needed to happen. And what I wanted was Ted Cruz on the VPN because I knew the Cruz couldn't really win, uh, you know, the presidency on his own. He didn't have the charisma, and et cetera. But he would provide the constitutional, you know, conservatism that we needed but you know he was too full of him and i think that i think that um pence was you know kind of a gimme we're gonna throw a bone you know to the establishment um but i think and i think if in in hindsight i think that trump's biggest biggest weakness is that he's too loyal and he's too forgiving and he gives he gives too long of a rope to those in the inner circle that are that are not doing right by him well, yeah, he gives them the rope, and then when he finds out they betrayed him, then he reacts. Sometimes he overreacts. I, I'm that way myself, so I understand. You know, I, I tend to be naive. I tend to believe people. Even to this day, Larry Clayman, who fights the government and doesn't have any faith in it anymore, even I want to believe people. Mm-hmm. And Trump is, has the same weakness. But the thing that really struck me, and, you know, these Republican senators, they never had any real desire no. to do anything about this election. They were just taking the monkey off their back. And that includes Ted Cruz as well. Yes. And this was a a dog and pony show. So now as we speak, as you pointed out at the beginning of this segment, you know, they're just throwing in the towel. No more objections. Let's just confirm, uh, you know, at least accept the electors for, for Joe Biden, perhaps the biggest criminal ever to potentially occupy the office of president. Maybe he even surpasses Clinton in that regard. Oh, he does. Now, what point. do we do? Because we we don't have any power. Oh, oh, we're we're going to go vote. Is that how we're going to? Is that how we're going to take this country back, Larry Clayman? Please. Well, I recommend citizens' grand juries in the book that we hold the people accountable. We're going to set one up and seek the indictment of Biden and his son and his brother and others who are involved in the next few weeks. We have the right to do that. Just Antonin Scalia said. The grand jury belongs to the American people. And then I'm also making uh, – I'm going to set up, and I hope you will come, Andrea. Uh, I'm going to invite people from all over the country, a third continental congress in Philadelphia, 
this spring, hopefully the COVID will subside, get together experts, you know, people who want to change the way things are. And I think we need to form a new government. And I think that maybe we can use Independence Hall. That belongs to us as well. This government doesn't represent us. And that's what our Constitution says, is that when the government breaks away from the people under the laws of nature and nature's God, we have a right to alter and abolish that government to form a new government. You can see today this government doesn't represent us. Every one of the cowards, the Republican cowards, is condemning what went on. I applaud what went on, and I'm not going to back down from it. I caught a heat today. I caught heat today because I tweeted out that our founders um, would be clapping and cheering, cheering on what happened today. Was I wrong? Was I evil for saying that? Absolutely right. You you and I are soul brothers and sisters. Yes, that's exactly what they'd be doing. Jefferson would have been at the front of the the pack this afternoon, Mm -hmm. and and he wouldn't have backed down. It would have been a lot nastier if he had been at the head of it. Frankly. Well, so, we, well, these people didn't hurt anybody. They didn't hurt anybody. And that's our capital. That's not the clowns that were in the bunker, you know, cowering for what might happen to them. And shame on these Republicans that we, they and they do this every time, Larry Clayman, every time they they fall all over themselves and work harder at beating up the Republicans to to validate the false narratives from the left. The outrage that all these Republicans and conservatives have today over what happened in the Capitol Hill, if they only had half of that outrage over these unconstitutional shutdowns that were supported by Mike Pence with his with his coronavirus task force, if they had half this amount of outrage over stolen elections across this country, how much better? off would we be but no they just want to beat themselves up all day long and beat up MAGA people for some trespassing Larry Clayman thank you for being here I hope you come back everybody needs to get his book it takes a, it. it takes a revolution forget the scandal industry God bless you thank you for being here God bless you too all right now we'll be back tomorrow night 6 p.m. Pacific time peace out love you all it takes a revolution